0: From exploring the rich culture and history to discussing the challenges and joys of immigrating to a new country, this podcast offers a thoughtful and engaging look at life in the Western Balkans. You're listening to the Living in Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Travel to Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast. The team behind this podcast is me, David, and my wife, Tamara. I'm originally from the UK and Tam is from the nearest city to us, which is Luka, Bosnia's second city situated in the north of the country. The aim of the podcast is to introduce you to this amazing country through interviews and stories that we hope you'll find interesting and exciting enough to want to come and visit. This country really is a hidden gem. So let's crack on. In today's episode, Tamara and I answer some of your many questions. You're listening to the Living in Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast. Hi, and welcome along over the past, I don't know, few months, people have been leaving comments. You guys have been leaving comments, actually, on the Facebook group and also on the YouTube channel as well. Yes. So, um, Tam's been baking today and making what sort of crumpier? (laughs) Crumpier, Russia?
1: (laughs) Making... uh uh you know a meal from scratch so i don't have to go to so we've got
0: potatoes and cabbage and meat. cabbage,
1: uh, potatoes and kale and uh-huh. some bacon and eggs and i make it like a pie potato pie
0: so it's not traditionally bosnian it's traditionally tamra
1: yes it's traditionally jambalaya pie
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay listen the weather's really good <laughs> now so hopefully we'll be traveling soon <clears throat> and i've got a bit of a cough but no. And
1: David's leg like, feels much better. Yeah. Yesterday he went and his stitches have been removed. So. Is that one of the questions? No. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, he needs to wear a f- uh, plaster? No, plaster.
0: Plaster for another 2 days. Pl-
1: plaster for 2 days and then he's good to go. I've
0: got my stitches out. So we'll... And he
1: doesn't need any physical therapy because he's walking and he has the whole range of movements. Which is good because we don't want to be around the hospitals anymore. No, I'm sick do, and tired of hospitals. Due to COVID and we've been since July last year.
0: Okay, so this is a very quick video with seven. Why, why does everybody have to do five top things, ten top things? We're going to do seven questions. Because
1: seven is my liking number.
0: Yeah, okay. And right. my favourite so number. So, first of all. Seven and, and number two. I'm not going to give people's names, but we'll get there. First of all. Are there many houses made of wood in Bosnia and Herzegovina? It seems that most houses are made of bricks. This is from Helga in Norway, so I'll give him his name. In Norway, 90% of the houses are made of wood. Houses are made of brick here, aren't they?
1: Yes, they're mainly made of the brick or those uh, large uh, cement blocks, like uh, gray things. Yeah, cement blocks. And they used to be made out of the wood, but not anymore. There are some old houses in some villages some old houses that were made of the wood, but they usually use now now as a barns, and people don't make them usually made of wood. They, they maybe might make like a cottage, like we, the one, weekend it's a, like weekend, it's a, like the one we have near our neighbor. Yeah. So they're, how they're, would you explain those in English? I
0: don't know. They're more like um, weekend chalets.
1: Yes, they, they made like chalets, but we don't make houses out of the wood.
0: No, and people sink um, very deep foundations here because the ground does get particularly cold in winter doesn't it minus 25 Mm. minus 30
1: so every house here has a big foundation and uh, how do you say the house that my brother used to have
0: oh he had um you would call it a montage yes which is a a ready-made house you know like when you order you just put the, the 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 um uh the foundation down and they come along and they build it in a day yes Fe- and I, Germans I think, call them fertighäuser.
1: Fertighäuser. okay I think these houses now are more popular than uh
0: traditional houses
1: no no I mean they're getting more popular that's what I wanted
0: to say yeah most probably because of that they're the money. getting
1: more popular and people I think getting it's a quick and cheaper solution than to build the whole house with the bricks and they're very doable; like they can last for hundred years yeah. or something. And I don't
0: think many people have companies, especially in the rural areas, to build. They build on the, with themselves, don't they, and with friends and with experts.
1: Yes, everything here was built by my dad and his
0: yeah, friends. Yeah, everything you see on our videos, um, Tams father Predrag made. Okay, next one: Is Herzegovina a separate geographical area within Bosnia and Herzegovina? I think it is. It is. Is Bosnia? And Herzegovina, Herzegovina yes. and that's like when we go to Montenegro, or when we go down to the southern part of the country. As we go through Gornji Vakuf and we go over that mountain, that's the start of Herzegovina, isn't it? So yes. Prozor is in northern Herzegovina, and Trebinje mm-hmm. is in southern Herzegovina. No, I
1: think Herzegovina starts from Jablanica. you think, think so? Yes, not from Prozor. But it is a, de- a different Prozor area, is not in and
0: the area is most famous for its wine. Yes. I would say.
1: Yes, because they have a nice climate and they have lots of wineries there. L- lots of orchards. How do you say Vine- vineyards. vineyards. Vineyards, vineyards, yeah. <laughs>
0: lots, of, lots of fruit down there. And the, the people are a bit... I hope if anybody from Herzegovina or who has family in Herzegovina doesn't mind us saying that. They're all bandits, right?
1: No, they're not bandits.
0: <laughs> Historically, Christ. historical. No. But they're capable.
1: Capable, very capable.
0: Very, very capable people. So it is a separate area um, of the country. And this is about Luka, your home city. What are the various cultures that made up in the past Luka, and the various cultures today? And second part of the question, what about the people living there? What are their occupations? Is it industry? Is it tourism, etc.? So after the Second World War or historically before the Second World War, I think there were lots of Muslim people in in. Yes. Luka, yeah. And
1: we also had Jews, Jewish
0: people. Yeah, Jewish community, which Jewish is. Jewish community. Uh, we're going to be doing some some information about that, but the Jewish comi- community is really s- amazingly small now mm. compared to what it was. But I think it was mainly Muslim. Yes, right? mainly Muslim, yes. Um, after the Second World War, you were all communists. Yes. Even you.
1: <laughs> Most of us.
0: Mali Pionira.
1: No, I was not.
0: <laughs> um, but today i think you would say that the major it's still a multicultural city there are serbs there are croats there are muslims and there yes. are, are minorities but the uh, majority
1: Jews. now are the serbs
0: yes Ma- majority are, of the serbs today so there has been a bit of a shift but that's that's the way of life
1: and we are not too big on tourism i don't think we are
0: not at the moment no but there is a, there is we've been watching a seminar um, at the moment, and the country is looking to get more tourism going. It's a beautiful country.
1: Yes, we used to have a big, big factories it. back in the communism time. Yeah. that made TVs, that made... Uh, still we have Ljelsingrad, made steel factories. you were an industry
0: city, really. Yes,
1: more like <coughs> an industry city, not like a tourism city. No? Not
0: at all. But yeah, and today I think it's more... I don't know, would you say...
1: Economical region,
0: I would say. Yeah, but it's not industry, it's not heavy industry now, it's more no. IT, banking,
1: Yes, IT, banking, administration, uh, food.
0: Yeah, stuff like that. Um, This is one from close to home. How many dogs do you guys have?
1: How many dogs do we guys have? Do we have? You guys, we. How many dogs? We have lots of animals. We have three dogs and we have three cats. And we decided in the future we're going to stick with one dog. Yeah, (laughs)
0: because... And two cats. Yeah, so we have three dogs. We have the oldest dog is Linda. Linda, yes, and which Linda is from your uh, uh, from your niece.
1: Yes, she was adopted from a shelter, and then she was living. She is my niece's dog, but uh, they will. They used to live in a house, and now they moved out to the flood so they couldn't keep Linda. So we took Linda. That's like what, a few years, years ago, isn't it? Five, five, five years, years ago, five years back ago. ago, I think something like that. And then we have a pastor's Koistovsky Gonic, which is a uh, Cooper. Cooper is a hunter's dog, and we got him by mistake. But we love him. He's been with us for the story a, nine was that years. we were in
0: this actual room. And it's we my heard
1: mother's mistake. And we heard some because screeching. Because I would never ever have a hunting dog. It's so hard to train him, and they kill chickens and they make lots of damage. But but you still does. He,
0: he we heard this screech. We thought a dog was being abused, uh, and we walked up the hill. And on the left we heard the noise and it wasn't he wasn't being abused it was a whole pack of gonich puppies who yes. were white almost mm. white in color and there was one who was of two colors and that was the he person he was the only one who was
1: sticking out and, and making, and the, noise s- and making and the, the noise siblings and the neighbor was raising them and giving them to other hunters and when i saw him i instantly fall in love but i made a huge mistake because having a hunter's dog and you actually not being a hunter it's hard thing to raise, hard dog to raise. We had hard, hard a, time. A hard
0: time with it. Yes,
1: very but stubborn. He's loving. We love Killing chickens, doesn't like sheep, attacking everything. That it's like not not a dog or a cat. But he's a sweet dog. He's a sweet dog. Yes. Now he's changed a lot, and we, we train him. We
0: will never have we a hunter dog again. Time, no. And then last year, um, never say no. <laughs> uh, a little, a tiny dog uh, came onto the property and just wanted to stay. Um, and because dad's...
1: people have a, uh, here people have this thing, they never nurture their dogs. So they have small puppies and they just drop them here. And in uh, on, in the back of this, uh, this building uh, there is like a bus stop where the uh, kids go to school where, where the kids go to school and this is where they usually drop puppies that's where they usually drop them and then this puppy came and walked into our garden and I thought she was really sweet and I wanted to keep her so that's how we kept her and we so gave we have her her this Phoebe. tiny dog,
0: dog who's called Phoebe that you've most probably seen Phoebe's not going to ever grow big she's a, a real real miniature dog
1: yes she is and she's food for miniaturist puppies
0: <laughs> and she uh I don't think she's too much work.
1: No, she's not. She's very clever but she's very, man- she can be, she's a little manipulator.
0: And she's very she jealous. She
1: can get her way, yes, and she's jealous. It always has to be her, her, her. Even uh, one of the cats needs to pet her, needs to lick her, needs to clean her, otherwise she goes mad. So she likes, she likes being spoiled. So and we... she likes to be number one.
0: So I suppose, to be so honest... So we have
1: Linda. Linda is a Labrador. She's been adopted from the shelter. Then she moved to our house, from my niece to our house. Linda had really hard life, but now she's enjoying. She's almost 14, and then we have Cooper, and then we have Phoebe. And we have three cats as well.
0: Well, we're not talking about the cats today.
1: Cats have been adopted. Two cats, mm. and one cat is my dad's heel. So
0: I, I think I think we can best best say, in a dysfunctional country, we're a dysfunctional family with dysfunctional pets. Yes, we have
1: three dogs
0: to end the question.
1: And how many dogs do uh, Trappist monks have? I was Ooh. very surprised.
0: We're gonna sh- we're going to do something about the Trappist monastery. We went to visit huge, the tra- Trappist
1: monastery and in their garden they had like seven dogs, which is good. Okay, next question. All
0: right, you're not gonna like this one. Okay. How did you guys meet?
1: How did we meet? How do we meet? We met at the party, I was drunk as a skunk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: Well, we met at a part, uh, party... Do it quickly. Don't We met, we met at it. a party, but I, we didn't... Uh, Tam came up to say hello, but it didn't I go... I was listening go, to David show. I used to, I used to be a radio presenter on a radio station <clears throat> here. Anyway, so we had this gig, if you like. Um, you came up to say hello, but I was busy at the time, so that was that. And then I felt rather guilty about being like, slightly arrogant. So I said, can we go for coffee? And the rest is history
1: yes so david was a presenter on the eu for uh, oxygen or s for then ra- the the oxygen radio station. FM ra- radio station for young people and he had his show on sundays and i used to listen to his show religiously religiously and then i just decided to meet him this guy has a nice voice
0: <laughs> do i still have a nice voice
1: and yes you do and the rest <laughs> is historia. history
0: um we could we could make a whole video about this and we might one day but it is personal and i i don't no. like no, no. something no, no. needs
1: to stay personal yeah
0: so the next question is uh what are the rules to visit Bosnia and Herzegovina at the moment it's the 24th of February 2021 when this is being recorded
1: so the rules i i think these are the rules i haven't left Bosnia and Herzegovina for over a year now but the rules is if you are a foreigner for, foreign foreigner and you want to visit Bosnia and Herzegovina you need PCR test not not older than 48 hours and uh, I don't know what countries need visa, but uh, most of the European countries do not need visa. You need a negative PCR test.
0: You need a negative PTR, PCR test. If you if you look online, you'll see the whole list of countries. But most c- people coming to this country, you get a 90 day visa. Yes. Anyway, uh, 90 days in with within any 180. But at the moment, you do need to have a negative PCR test issued within the last 48 hours to, to come to enter here. the
1: country. and yeah. um, and th- there is no problem, we don't have a lockdown here because we simply cannot afford it. Everything is working, shorter hours, but everything is, uh, we have no lockdown. So you can still do things here. You need to wear a mask inside the, uh, the buildings, but outside, if it's not too many people, you don't have to wear a mask. So It's, it's,
0: yes. it's, it, it's not as hard or but as hard as But if you're planning
1: to come to Bosnia and Herzegovina to get vaccine, you're not going to get one because we don't have them yet.
0: No, we're getting them. We're getting them. Um, yes. And finally, what is, I, we both have a, our own answer on this. What is your favorite place in Bosnia and Herzegovina to visit?
1: My favorite place in Bosnia and Herzegovina. To visit? That's a hard question. Everything is nice. Uh, to the places where I've been to, I really like Mastar. I love Mastar. Apart from my hometown, yes, of course. I'm, I, I will exclude my hometown, Banja Luka. Nyaitse I love Nyaitse. Yeah. And I also like Krupa, Krupa the little uh, waterfalls. We go there really often because it's so near. And but definitely two places to visit for me are Mastal and Yaitse. That's where I've been and visited. I, I think Sutjeska would be something to see, but we I never been there so.
0: That's the Sutjeska. No, we, we actually we were going to go Sutska to Sutjeska National Park. Park. We um, will
1: plan to go this year or maybe next year. We, we were going to go
0: last year, but I broke my ankle. I think for me, I agree with you. I like Mostar. I very love Mostar.
1: Much. Like when I go to Mostar, sorry to interrupt. It feels like I'm in Jerusalem. There's something there that stone, those old buildings that gives me that kind of I'm somewhere Oriental like, feel. Oriental feel. Yes. I, I, it's beautiful, beautiful. I
0: agree with you about Mostar, um, but just outside Mostar, there's uh, Blagaj which is very, very small, but amazingly interesting to see. And yeah, that's, that stimulates the emotions. And I also like the very small village uh, of Pochitel, which is also near Mostar. So Mostar is is in Herzegovina. So I think Herzegovina is nice. Um, The whole country is beautiful, but there's something special about Herzegovina. I don't know what it is. There is this. This
1: stone, this nature is amazing. Truly amazing. So, so different. Very nice. Um, yeah, for me it would be Manstead and night. I don't
0: know. But we're gonna be making a lot of content for 2021, um, which will be on the blog, on the Facebook group, and uh, on YouTube and Instagram as well, from the north of the country. We're gonna really focus, razor, laser focus uh, on the north of the country, and hopefully encourage whoever's watching this, you, um, to wanna to come. And, and
1: also, Jaiden yeah, is nice, the mountain. Yeah, but that's I think I
0: think the mountains outside Sarajevo there are more I think they are beautiful in the summer but their piece de resistance is the fact that that's where the skiing was yes. in the Olympics it's and they really got beautiful, beautiful there in the winter. Yes. And
1: they also have a summer trail, summer trail yeah. they have every year, some competition. And that's really nice and you can do lots of hiking there in the summer. You don't have to because I'm not into skiing so I prefer to go in the spring or summer. to do do things in the mountains.
0: So that's our seven, that's the seven questions we got. I think we put an an added one in there Um, and a few answers. If you do like the video and you're watching this on YouTube, just give us a thumbs up. If you want to subscribe, that'd be great. But thumbs up do make uh, a lot of difference. If you are watching this anywhere else, please give us a comment. Uh, You'll also see a link to the blog.
1: You can ask us more questions and then we'll post another video later. And
0: if you want to find out all the good stuff, then you need to be on our newsletter and the links are below wherever you see that. A few of your questions answered there. And please do keep them coming as we'll be making more Q&A podcasts in the future. We hope you like the podcast. And if so, it would be so cool if you could subscribe and leave a review. It really does mean a lot to us. Our contact info and related links are in the show notes. Until the next episode from here in our studio near Laktashi in northern Bosnia and Herzegovina, please do stay safe in these ever-challenging times. So that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms.
1: And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it.
0: To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthbalkans.com.